conversation went all over the place, but it was a good conversation. I might have to, uh, I might have to clip that and publish because there's a lot of uh, a lot of topics to 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 talk about with that in terms of like uh, male and female dynamic and shit. I was getting some insight from Jay because apparently he he goes through. He he, I, I guess couples, right? You you speak with couples. Yeah, cheers, Ralph. Um, yeah, yeah, the homeless couples, married, single. What? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, just basically, um, people who are addicted to things. Uh, those who need to go into deeper psychosis, and yeah, homeless couples as well. Um, yeah, everybody really. Everybody. <clears throat> yeah, we had Jimmy Jimmy come by earlier, and. Uh... You started going through like different relationship scenarios, a crazy conversation. On the whole, just to wrap the relationship thing up is most importantly, what is important is the relationship you have with yourself before you even explore any other avenues. You have to make sure that you're in the right position. And there's one thing, uh, analogy that I go through that stumble. A lot of people stumble on this one. I say to them because they all jump to the child but if you're on an aeroplane and the masks deploy, what do you do in that situation? You're there with your two or three year old child. Now, we're all taught to protect the young. I get it. And people will ultimately say, put the mask on the child straight away. No, 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 no. You put it on yourself first, because if that plane, if, if anything else happens, you're then safe enough to protect that child. If you put the mask on the child and something happens to you, then that child's out in the wilderness and don't have you to protect them any further. So you always have to have your self-centered approach first. Then you look outwards because only the best version of yourself can give the best version to others. Exactly. Yeah, I've always said that too. Usually uh, people have to be able to keep themselves above water, you know, always look. I don't want to say look after, look out for themselves all the time or be narcissistic, but you know. Yeah. You have to be able to take care of yourself if you want to take care of others. Yeah, exactly. And there is a defined line sometimes, Ralph. Some people, unfortunately, they're very quick to label others. And by dedicating an hour of your whole life to yourself once a week is not being selfish or narcissist. What was what that is, is you're looking after yourself. And then you take your children to the football clubs, you take them to the netball, you take them wherever they're going but you always got to maintain a hobby yourself because it's through that self that then obviously you give the best to your children or your loved ones or any other cause that you're doing really, because without your fundamentals there, you might as well be building a house on no foundation. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Cause a lot of people out there and I don't want to get into this whole, this, this is supposed to be like just a laid back. A lot of people have like their kids, in so many different activities and they have them planned out and you know they pretty much live most of their lives for the kids and uh and then for what when they get older uh they get mad and then they don't speak to them anymore or something like that. And always, there's always something so you kind of missed out i mean that's that's an example i don't know if that's for everybody is right? that is that what you're saying women do ralph uh well I don't know maybe men do that too I don't I, know I think, there's a there's there's men that probably put their kids in so many sport sports and stuff like that they probably like micromanage them a lot you know but it's not, but it's not I, just I, a woman thing 
Uh-huh. I think uh-huh. that comes from women like a little bit, like or, as a man, right? Mm-hmm. Say, for instance, you're going to work and you're going to work every day mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. need a pair of boots and your son need a pair of boots. It would behoove you to get your boots first. Do you know why? Because if you don't get your boots and you get sick because you got his boots, then guess what? Bill's going to start miss being paid. But right. if your son gets sick as opposed to you, he'd just spend a couple of days home from um, school eating chicken noodle soup. And when he go back to school, everything will be back to normal. <laughs> uh, you know, women, women do that, I think, on the whole more than men. And the reason why I say that is because women even show signs of that with adults. They will put their adult children before a man. What you think about that? Uh, I mean, I guess. Uh, I mean, I, I guess. I'm sure that happens. I'm sure that happens. I don't have kids, so I can't really say much about it. But I have seen it happen. You know. Say for instance, say for instance, you went with an older woman, mm. and you went and got you a nice house, moved her into an indoor outdoor pool, uh, movie theater, everything. Do you know if one of her kids? needed a place to stay without even asking you you will come home and a whole grown person will be living in your house now i'm gonna tell you like this let the shoe be on the other foot and a man living with a woman and you trying to move your grown kids up into her house it ain't happening it ain't happening no that's a good point that's a good point I'm sure. I'm sure that's that hap- That would happen. I guess it, it goes the same with uh, the in-laws, right? Like I'm sure if you had, if it was the, the man's m- mom having to come in, maybe the the spouse or the partner or whatever wouldn't be having it. But God forbid, but- hers have to come in. Then you know, open all the doors. I guess. But, but you, but you know what that what that symbolizes is that. A lot of times in relationship, women take men for granted. They look at us like the things that we do, we are supposed to do. The things that they do, we're supposed to be appreciative of. And I think that's the number one dynamic that's the problem between men and women. I think women see themselves in a relationship as more important than a man whether the man is making all the money or not, she sees herself as more important. Think about this. Even society has lied to them. You could make a zillion dollars off your podcast. And if you marry a woman and you don't sign a prenuptial, she could walk away with a half a zillion dollars and didn't do nothing towards your podcast. So, you know, society got to stop lying to women and let them know that in order to get some, you got to earn it just like everybody else. I think, um, I think, um, what's in, what's in, as a society, as a society, respect has to be earned both ways. It's not just one. You have to appreciate, for instance, my wife, I empower her to go and work. She enjoys work and that's where she is now. And she's got a career. She will come home later and the chicken curry is done. Her bath will be run. The laundry is sorted. But I made a change in my life to get out of that nine till five rat race that everybody seems to be in, in order to make a positive change, in order to be around more for my children and my wife, which then in turn empowered her to do all the work she wants to do, 
But at the same time, she appreciates that I will do dinner. She, I appreciate she's been to work all day. I appreciate then that she might be tired. She appreciates I might be tired. So if I'm going to give her a massage, I expect a massage back. And I think that's the way that it needs to be. It needs to be a balance and it needs to be 50-50 right down the middle because another thing we got to be very wary of as well is this idea of um, being like misogynistic in the sense of the man is the provider. This That, that was years ago. That's ancient Talk, times. Well, well, let me say this. What you're talking about, Llewellyn, check this out. It's yeah. theory. Yeah. It's theory. It, I mean, everything should be 50-50 in theory, but yeah. factually, yeah. in reality, that's not the case. That's everybody ain't going into relationships and everybody making 126000 apiece. That's not happening every day. A am I right? Overall, it's the average couple. Overall, overall I, I mean, yeah. Overall, yeah. Okay, because understand this. What's reality and what we could surmise would look totally different anyway. And, so, and for real, for so, real. So what you're you talking about, you, you, you push the narrative? Yes, but at the same time, society has to push the narrative. Because really you look like a fool pushing the narrative by yourself. You look like a fool. Can you imagine just one LGBTQ person standing on the corner trying to get rights? They'd be like, if you don't get the hell out, somebody would probably run that one individual over with a car. It took a, a whole bunch of them to exactly. stand on corners exactly. or to, to mark. Come on, uh, Llewellyn. But, yeah, yeah okay, you're saying yeah, what people okay. want to hear, but okay, that's not a fact. In order to in order get to something get in society as a whole, that uh -huh. one person who is pushing that narrative uh -huh. will hopefully then hope gain momentum when it turns into 10. Five, because, because this is unfortunately stats do speak and when it comes when to it domestic, comes to domestic abuse, abuse, women, women overall, overall are more victims, are more victims than men. when it comes to violence. Now, the, the other flip, flip side is, is that um, men are actually more susceptible to mental abuse from women, but a lot of that isn't documented. So, Yes, I totally agree with you on the society side of things. However, what I do disagree is that I think everyone should push a certain narrative if it's fair for everyone involved. And I think women need to be respected. Men need to be respected. And I think the children need to look up at parents who are actually showing it's okay if dad puts the hoover around. It doesn't make him less of a man. What it shows is he's more of a man because he's not scared of hoovering because it doesn't make him less of a man because he's cleaning the house because I've got properties. I, I invested in real estate and I also do obviously my therapies as well. So I've got money, but I want my wife to be empowered in order to have her career. Unfortunately, society and social media are pushing this narrative of total and utter, and this is sad to say, but unfortunately, it seems as if everyone gets offended by a flick of a switch without having a proper gentleman's disagreement in the sense of, I could turn around and say to you, well, I think the sky is blue today. You can turn around and say to me, well, actually, I see a hint of purple. 
we can't talk like that and come to an agreement. Instead, people will start labeling it and say, actually, Jay, uh, Jay was a total fucking narcissist. I actually hate him. And next thing, Jay, ain't nobody saying that. You're saying, you're, see, see how you create your own narrative? Nobody said anything close to what you just wasted about two or three minutes explaining something that never happened. Let, let me say this, though. What you did do is you said that I had some prehistoric uh, uh, narrative that I came up with because I was kind of like misogynistic in my no, no, thinking. No, 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 but you no, just no, said, no, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. But you just said that a man isn't less any less of a man for cleaning. A man better not think that cleaning is a woman's job because if you're a man that lived by himself, you, what you mean, your house ain't going to be clean at all? I mean, come so, on, you can't just say uh, anything. That's what no, you just said. No, no, no. I didn't call you misogynistic, by the way. No, because you said that when I was thinking that a man doing all the provisions, like that's so old, outdated, and misogynistic. You just said that. I'm, I'm using your words, not mine. I didn't put those words in your mouth. You said them. What, so what exactly about that did you say that was misogynistic then? Because you know why? It's kind of it's kind of chauvinistic for a man to still be thinking. I, when I said what I said, I said, are both men and women going into relationships making 126000 apiece for things yeah. to be 50-50? Even you agreed they wasn't. So if that's the case, then all this 50-50 talk is, is just some myth. Quit chasing myth, bro. But that's the thing. That's yeah. not even real. Overall in society, it's sad that I have to agree and say it is a myth. However, it doesn't mean I have to live by that. Which is a, a very good point. Nobody needs to live to any type of narrative or or. or or notion, but I just no. want to welcome in Mr. B. Great. What's up, Mr. B. Great? Hey. Good morning to you. Good morning, y'all. I just saw you on, so I thought I'd come in and such a mess. But I'm listening. I'm yeah. Well, don't worry. We started a mess all on our, our own. I <laughs> 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 messed. Uh, no, but this, but this is good. I think this is good. Uh, I mean, this is a lot. A lot serious than what I wanted, it, but hey, you're welcome to chime in. We're, we're talking about what are we talking about, Jay? Help, help me explain what, what's think, going on here. I think what we're just trying to establish is a relationship, and I think a lot of it is missing. Um, and I just want to try and champion the that equality within a relationship because I'm for trying to be the best man I can possibly be. Now, that doesn't mean I have to be physically strong. It doesn't mean that, like, in an ideal way, like, a man is a man, yeah? We can't hide from genetics or science. A man is a man and a woman is a woman. Now, what's getting pushed in narrative is you can identify as a star. Now, unfortunately, that has a lot of issues. So... If I go identify all these, like, these ideals, right, of where, well, I'm going to work all day because I'm the man. And when I come home, I expect my dinner on the table because she needs to appreciate that I've put money in the bank. Well, what if it's the other way around? So she needs to appreciate that you've put the dinner on the table and you've appreciated that she's put the money in the bank. And that's all I'm trying to say, really, well, that it needs to be... a how often does Mr. Mom happen, though? 
See, that's what I'm saying. If we're speaking, we have to be speaking realistically. Mr. Mom is a very new dynamic. And not only is it a very new dynamic, Mr. Mom is something that really don't take that much place in America. Now, it takes place in England and London, maybe in Canada. I was missing mom for a little while. How was that experience? How was that experience, uh, Mr. B. Great? It, it drove me crazy. Mm. <laughs> it did. In what way? How come? Because, you know, in the house all the time, um, I don't like cleaning, but I clean. I like cooking, but it just, it's not my cup of tea. You know, some people like it, I get it, but me personally, I had to go socialize. I had to go out and do something else. Now that might be so it that is, might be a, a more of a personality thing than a gender thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about, I'm talking about personality. No, no, yeah. I, I don't mean you. I don't mean you yeah. specifically, but I mean like in general. Instead of breaking it down or separating it as gender roles, maybe it's a more personality role. Whether it's a guy or a girl, some people are some personalities are more prone to want to stay at home and take care of their home rather than being out there taking on, you know, the world, whether it be in corporate America or just a regular, uh, uh, not a skilled job. What am I trying to say? Like, uh, like a trade, those trade jobs, you know, just working with your hands or whatever the case may be, having to deal with your boss and all that. Some people are more capable at handling those day to days and some people aren't. So, yes, sir. Let me ask you something. If your son came home to you and said, Dad, I ain't working no more. I got this lady. I'm going to let her take care of me. Would you say to him, that's a good thing for a man to do? Would you say that to him? Me personally, I would say no. That is not a good thing. I believe I I would tell him, well, you need to be doing something. I agree. You got to do something. Can I say this? Can I say this, Ralph, really quick? All right, check this out. Do you know why a lot of women don't sit home and let men take care of them? Because they really understand or know to some degree that that man could get where he want to go and just say, okay, and drop her off at the next stop. And because of how she was living, being with him, she won't have anything to face life on her own. Men better not start getting comfortable in that con- under those conditions. I'm sorry, you might you might need to explain that again really quick, more simpler. All right, quick. put it this way. All right, all right. If a man, if a man is content in letting a woman take care of him, that day when she say get out, he don't have no. nothing to go get a house. He don't have a job. He don't have nothing. If a man get comfortable under those conditions, death should be the next thing next to him. And, sure, and nobody care because if he was with that lady five, six, seven years and all he did was use her like that, because that's what it actually really is. If he chose to use her like if if when she throw him out, he don't have a piece of steak. He don't deserve to eat a, a chunk out of a can of dog food. Yeah, I think. Um, oh, sorry, Ralph. Go on. No, go ahead, man. You're the professional. I, I, I have no experience in, in having kids or that. So. One of the fundamental foundations to anyone's being, 
whether that's male, female, whatever it is, Mew, Mew is spot on. You have to that. Everybody has to have a... So when it comes to, like, no, you shouldn't sit there and allow someone to take care of you, whether that's male, female, rabbit, dog, whatever, right? Um, I don't want to offend anybody by if, they, if they're not male or female or whatever shit they think of. However... You shouldn't, you, everyone should have a purpose. Um, my son, he loves his boxing. We go boxing every single week. Um, but at the same time, I want him to make sure he's going out there and he's getting what he wants. That's what I done. I was working nine till five. I was up to my eyes in debt. I tried to buy my first house. I really struggled. I became homeless. And then all of a sudden I had a brainwave and I flipped the script. And next thing, you know, I've got passive income, I've got real income. And if my wife wants to retire today, she can. No problem at all. I could even stop working. Not a problem at all. However, everybody has to have a purpose. So I totally agree with you on Yeah, I do too. Because without a purpose, what, what else is there? You just kind of ride away. That's why some people who retire, they get really, really sick and bored because they feel like they lost their purpose. Their job was their purpose. They never thought about that, but that's what it was. Well, it's, it's quite simple. Would you drive into... For, if you got in your vehicle today and you were going to drive somewhere, but you had no, no destination, you're going to get lost and you're going to end up going around in circles. Yeah, man. So you have to jump in there with purpose and direction. But... But you know, if you say, if you say um, that a man, if he was staying home and he had to get accustomed to cooking and cleaning and everything for his woman, like women are expected to cook and clean for a man, that man can get lost into believing that that is his purpose. Definitely. He can get lost in that. So we got to stop. We got to start teaching sons, especially, please do not even think of the Mr. Mom uh, 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 criteria. Don't even think about that as a plan for purpose. Yeah, it's um, I mean, everybody wants to wants to be famous and, and not have to work anymore. But you at least have to find something that you enjoy doing, mm -hmm. you know, just to just to keep you going. You know, something that interests you, something that, that gives you passion. Like, you can't just be laying around. You know, I, and I understand, you know, people get in their funks. I've been in funks, you know, and my pops would tell me, don't don't lay down and die. Get up and do something. And I've always uh, tried and stuck, stick with that, you know? Yeah, and it's um, it could be as simple as, like, with my son, for instance, I can afford to pay a gardener to come and mow my lawn. Nah, I get my son out there because it's important that he helps around with the DIY jobs with me or with my wife or whatever, but do the laundry. So every day after school, my, my son will come home and he'll empty the wash basket because he needs to earn his Xbox life. He ain't just going to come home and go sitting on his ass playing Xbox games. That doesn't happen. He can give me an hour of his time. Then he can do his homework. Then he can jump on his Xbox till eight, half past eight and socialize with his friends or he can go out and ride his bike or whatever he has to do. 
And that's the same for my daughter as well, because they have to have a purpose. And I think in a, in a house environment, in your family home, everybody has a role to play. And within that role, it's like a car engine. You're all cogs. And if one of those cogs ain't turning, you ain't going nowhere. So you all have to start synchronizing and you all have to start showing appreciation for the other person. Do you know how we could best help relationships of the future? If we have sons and daughters or grandsons and granddaughters, if we can start getting them to appreciate each other, the sons and the daughters or the grandsons and the granddaughters, then they will begin to grow up and be men and women who can appreciate one another in that same respect that they have for each other as brother and sister or, or grandson and grand, they could take that into the world. And, 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 and until that happened, a lot of these women have been raised to disrespect men and a lot of these men have been raised to disrespect. Yeah, and I think to touch on that, a lot of it comes down to this mad ideal what people have these days of entitlement. Everyone seems to be entitled. Well, I deserve this best life. Oh, do you? What, what, what are you doing to get there? No, I just, I was born, so I deserve to have this life. Uh, no, get off your ass and go and make it happen. And on the way, have some manners and instill that into the next generation. Because without manners, you're not getting very far. And without appreciation, you're not getting very far. And the biggest one as well is empathy. Empathy to your fellow man. Make sure you show that empathy and make sure that you stand up tall and you get that purpose. Because jumping in that car with no direction, you're just going to crash. And then what happens is a knock-on effect to the next generation. And before you know it, we're all walking around like zombies with our faces in our mobile phones. Jay, you roll close. I'll let you know you something. <clears throat> all right, let's hear I'll from Mr. B-Grade, and then we're going to take a little break. Go ahead, Mr. B-Grade. I deal with kids for a living now. And uh, I give them support and everything, and I work with the counselor. And what we see a lot is a lot of kids, they don't have empathy. And it's really, really sad. It's, it's, it destroys the family when a parent does not take time to actually show them love. They talk about tough love, and that's what we see a lot. Or the worst case, nothing at all. Just let everybody else teach their kids. And now the kids will end up feeling not loved, and it's just sad. And that, 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 that's, it comes from the next gen as well, um, and this, this, this consumer uh, personality that seems to be creeping in with the younger society. And it's quite frightening, really. Um, but if my son can see his dad treating his lady as a lady, treating his daughter as the daughter, and treating his son as a son, then that way, hopefully, that'll instill them good morals of opening a door for the older generation. Um, you know, it is these simple little things. And you are right, like, I obviously... Um, while you were saying there with the counselling stuff, obviously I work with all that as well. And the younger generation are very much entitled right now. Um, and it's quite frightening, really, because when you've got ex-veterans in my country, which I'm passionate about, are literally homeless and on the street and can't afford to eat, you've got then someone who's 16, 17-year-old chewing their chewing gum, rolling their hair, saying, oh, well, tomorrow... 
I might not even get up till 11 o'clock because you've got a free house on society. Well, what about that ex, that, that, that guy out there who's been all over the world fighting for your right to do that? Get up off your ass and go and give him some food and stand up for him. Yeah, all good points, man. All great points there, brother. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, you're a good man. All very well said. And uh, I just want to make a comment because I got to get out of here. I don't want to be late because I'm sure Muck, Muck can relate to that one. But uh, <laughs> I got to skedaddle before I leave. I just want to say no matter who you are, we just have to be adaptable to our situations, our surroundings. Because if we're not adaptable, then we can break. So with that said, I'm just going to leave us out with a quick song into a break. I think it's fitting. Check
And that was Bobby Blue Band, Ain't No Love in the Heart of the City. Thank you for your use, man. That was a good pick. Soothes the soul. Enjoy your uh, appointment, uh, fair use. I hope uh, you make it on time without any road rage. Uh, So what's going on? Um, uh, Duke James has joined us. Mr. James, thank you for being here. We have, yeah, hell yeah. We have Ali in the chat. Hello, Ali. Uh, Mr. B. Great. Good, good. Goes down Fraser. Goes down Fraser. (laughs) Uh, blame ralph if you're late yes natalie moan how are you so and shelby i think shelby is in here too let me um let me invite nida up here because i think we need a little little female up here if she wants and give their two cents don't be scared hey guys hello hey Hello, uh, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, Sean. Good morning. Hey. His name's Brandon. Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning. Ooh. Hold on, Ralph. Yes, ma'am. Yes, no problem. Oh, she's busy. My bad. Uh, no road rage. Not today. Not today. Gotcha. Not today, devil. So, uh, uh, probably busy right now. Shelby, how are you this morning? I'm good. How are y'all? You good? I'm good. So I don't know if, if I should rehash what we were talking about, but maybe just a little bit because now we have a female perspective here. I would invite Mama Bear Tracy, but she might be busy. So we're just going to ask you this, uh, Shelby. Do you prefer a man at home all the time? Hell no. No? How come? Well, if it's anything like mine, it gets on my nerves. Okay. that's 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 uh, That's valid. You would rather him to be out uh, working all the time, right? Yes. Well, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd like for him to be home sometimes. Okay. I mean. Okay. I'm free. So, now, hello, Nida. How are you? How are you guys? You busy? Uh, not anymore. I was for a second. Okay. So how's it going? I, I'm seeing new faces there at the panel. Yeah, we have uh, we have Jay, who's a very smart uh, counselor or coach. I don't know where you where you his title. I'm just is. a thing. He's just a, a thing. thing. A thing. He's, a, he's a sex thing. <laughs> <laughs> what he wants to call it? We're okay. all sex. Hold on. OAPs. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, Nina, we were. I was just uh, asking Shelby, and I can ask you if you want to answer. Uh, do you have a problem with a man staying home? Depends what he's doing. I mean, if he's he can stay at home as long as he's fixing, cleaning, cooking, cutting, baking, ironing. Something. Something. Okay. Yes. Now, or would you rather the man be working all the time? Meaning out, out, always working. <laughs> Most... Uh, most definitely, we need to balance to have both, to have both. Because, I mean, remember my program. So that's what it is. Work, play, sleep, and rest. Uh-huh. Those are the four activities that you need to do, that we need to do. Now, wh- the activities that it lands on, it just depends what it is. Yeah. It, it, does it fall under rest? Does it fall under play? Does it fall under work? Because what's work for me might not might be play for somebody else. Ralph, right. may I ask her a question? 
Yes. So with regards to how would you about a man empowering you to go and grab success for yourself? And then if that is the case, do you think it's only fair that he puts a dinner on the table? Okay, most definitely it helps whoever empowers anyone else. But most definitely I work with empowering um, the individual yourself. So I feel like if you have a good support system, you could do um, basically at least try at least once to see if you like it. Are you going to fail? Are you going to make mistakes? Of course. And putting food on the table, you know, um, I, I love to cook and I love to cook for people. Right. Um, and it's not that I want to hear compliments. I want to see that they are enjoying the food that I made. What type of that, that thing inside you, that excitement of seeing the delight on their face of enjoying that meal that you have. Yes. A domestic life is, I don't know. I, sometimes I feel like it's ideal because it's romantic. It, um, shows, shows that you are taking care taking care of each other. Good morning. And, um, um, and it's, it, it, it's that, um, hold on, sorry, Henrietta, we're in a new place. We just moved. We spent our first night. And so Henrietta is super excited. Um, anyway, and you share that meal. Like, yeah. So, I mean, we're taking care, care of each other. other and this is my expression to you. Um, Mr. Ralph, Mr. Ralph, let me restate Jay's question real quick to Nadia, All right. All right. if she don't mind. All right. All right, Nadia, how would you know unless you were preparing for a whole nother future than what you have always been doing for like a great portion of your life? that somebody was stepping down to empower you or just not going to work to take advantage of you. See, if we ask the question like, you know, would you like someone to step down to empower you? Of course, that's going to get an amen. But everybody that's using you is not empowering. Some people are taking advantage of you. Right. Is, is this advantage consciously or subconsciously because i know that some people are giving and they might consider that you're taking advantage of them but i mean you might be filling their cup of something yeah i always say i mean empowerment as long as it's conscious as long as it's con conscious you know i could go to work i could bring the the bacon and I can make the bacon and this a dick is sitting down on the sofa and just pleasuring me whenever I need to you know it, it depends which situation that you want to create say a man was or your partner I don't mean to be sexist here in any way at all but from my and the people who I coach and things like that and things that I've personally done if I empowered myself growing up to change careers because I am working 15 hours a day, Monday to Friday, I'm coming home, dinner's on the table, all of that jazz, but then I empower to change my career path in order to be home more, 
to be around my children more and to empower my wife to then go and do her career as well as I'm still earning my own money. However, I'm putting a table, uh, food on the table for my wife, then running a bath, giving her a massage. She's had a hard day as work, but at the same time, she gives that back to me. That's a 50, 50 relationship in my opinion. And I think that should be promoted as much as possible. But if you've got a lazy ass man who is sat there playing Xbox all day while you're like, busting your guts and not showing any sort of appreciation, then that's taking the mech. But how do you think all of that dynamic works there? If I were to see a situation like that, I would, I would talk to whoever's complaining, how did it get here? Because, you know, if, if let's say that person was already a gamer and you married to him thinking that you're going to change him, you're already in the wrong and we need to reevaluate that. But if you know that he was a good partner and that's why you got together with him and then expect, you know, through dynamics that ended up him just playing a game, just being a gamer. Is he depressed? Um, not that you encouraged it, but that you saw something and you didn't say anything, which is good. You know, you, you can't tell your partner what to do. I mean, he's an adult, she's an adult. And um, I mean, it, 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 just, it just depends. But can it get that, that you explode because all he does is be in the fucking computer playing games, talking to other people, and you're here thinking that you want to struggle making a, a life together, one that you imagine, and then the other half is not doing anything. Because isn't it such an, a nice feeling or a nice thought to think that a man doesn't have to be so stuck in his ways that all he does is think, well, I provide for you, now you serve me with dinner. Instead... Instead a man takes it upon himself to earn a good income that is enough for his wife then to embark on a career herself. And he then empowers that also by showing her support. All right, Ralph, he's back on that again. He, did he not just <laughs> say again, because I had to remind him earlier that he said it, that a man is stuck, so stuck on himself. No, it ain't about people being stuck on themselves. It's about, all right, say for instance, Ralph, you made $150,000 a year podcast. Can't nobody tell you go to work because whether you had a woman or not, your bill's going to get paid. You make $150,000 a year podcast. But if you was just staying home, feeding your turtles that's in the basement while she was going out working, that would be a problem. And on top of that, and on top of that, it ain't about men being stuck on self and saying, you know, if I go out and I go to work, I'm going to pay the bill. If a woman sees that a man is not holding up his end of the bargain, she's going to think that way also. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm washing my hands with this one. I don't know, man. I. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I wish I was making one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year podcasting. I mean, that would be awesome. But uh, the reality is, I am in a basement. No, but um, well, keep at it, mate. You will get there. <laughs> I think you're a turtle. <laughs> yes, <laughs> turtle. <laughs> Basic turtles, bro. 
Ninja Turtles. She wants frogs. Uh, oh, hold on. Oh, somebody call in. I, I missed the call. Sorry. Ralph, you, you got Ninja Turtles in your house? Is that what they say? <laughs> uh, maybe. I wouldn't Ninja mind. Turtles? Yeah. What's up, Short Pants? What do you have to say? Good talk. <laughs> Good, talk. Good talk, Short Pants. Thank you. Good talk, Robert. We, we, we appreciate your input. Yeah, we can't. Oh, that's fucking sucks. Okay. No, now I hear you. Oh, now you can hear me? Great. Okay. So, you guys know the situation with my nephew. The reason for that is I got a, I got a brother-in-law who is a lazy piece of shit who sits around all day playing video games. So, the, the problem is, is that he's got the sister-in-law convinced you know total head games that that she needs to be out making some money while he sits sits around doing nothing and that that's an appropriate thing to do yes it's bad on her but it's also a bad on him and the the problem is is that both of these people think that that's normal somehow society has got them taught that this is a normal thing to do um you know th- there's there's people out there that actually believe this stuff because they're they're silly enough to, and what what Jay was talking about with the the needing to have respect for for uh, for the partner is ab- I think he's absolutely correct, and I I haven't found a fault with it yet. I I just can't. There's there's something that's that's saying no no he's absolutely spot on. Um, the, the, the nephew's parents are of the younger generation. You know, they're the youngest in my wife's or she's the youngest in my wife's family. Um, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm having a hard time finding any kind of fault with Jay, with what he's saying. And I I don't think he's saying anything to anybody specific. Um, but the times that I have had any kind of like feeling about it, the reason I've had a feeling about it is because I've been there before and that I've been that kind of person. And that's just me. When you, when you, Go on, Ralph. Sorry. No, I just wanted to, I, I was going to ask what, uh, you were what kind of person? Um, Robert, thank you, mate. Um, and it, it is difficult because when you do have that entitlement mentality, it does have a domino effect on others around other family members and it can be telling because what it can lead to is if I wanted to sit around all day and play Xbox and expect my wife to work and then come home and then do me dinner and then no, I'm not entitled to that. I need to earn that and she needs to earn it too because there's a balance. However, I've seen many times before where this balance isn't there. Whether it's in society or not, I don't really care. Because what I'm trying to do is instill in people that you should empower your wife, you should empower your husband, because I see many times where the uncle, the auntie, the nan, the granddad, all of them are picking up work because of that um, the, the, the entitlement mentality so you see the nan taking the child to work because 
He can't be asked to get off his Xbox. That That's not right and it's not fair because that nan will end up suffering with burnout. She'll be working too much. She won't get much sleep and there's no balance. So when it comes to then having a family gathering, and I know in America you have things like Thanksgiving and stuff like that, the whole family dynamic suffers because people don't have a purpose. They don't get up off their ass and they don't aim for what they want. And I'm not saying, and I'm trying to say it from the point of view is, I might want to become an astronaut tomorrow. That's fine. However, that's a, that, I need to have that conversation with my whole family first, because it's not just about me. It's about everybody involved. And that's what I'm trying to, to push the narrative is the sense of, I take great pleasure in the avenues that I have now chosen after a very bad start to my teenage years to empower my wife to go and be the best she is. And she is excelling uh, at such a great rate that I'm really proud of. And also, I didn't see myself being here. If anything, I should have probably been addicted to things and locked up inside of prison and things like that. But luckily, I had a good mentor. And I want everybody to always stay positive, to always support the people that you're with and not think that you're better or entitled to anything unless you've earned it. But thanks, short pants. <laughs> Ralph, Ralph, I never said that men who stayed at home shouldn't do nothing. I've been an advocate against that this whole time. And people are actually saying you know, that he's correct as if I was saying that. No, what I was saying something against was him saying that and not preferencing that people are using people by staying, men are using women by staying home. All of the men that are staying home don't have an exorbitant income. Ralph, would you agree that most men who are staying at home in America don't have the pay the bills income. Uh, Would you uh, agree? Of course. Yeah. Uh, of course. Everybody, uh, okay. Well, if that's the case, then that's not the that's not the reality in the United States. And when you speak that as if that is the reality, you support the myth. So you know what? It should be a movie out right now where a whole bunch of men are staying at home and they're not doing anything. But they have established a previous income that's residual that's still paying bills to this day. Now, if that's not the case, that's the movies. That's, that's the, the movies that you see. That's the movies that you see. When you see a, a, a movie with a dad staying at home, he's already got the money. Whoa. That's the, what that's movie the movies that? that you see. What movie is that? Uh, I, I am that person right now. Oh my god! Uh, uh, one of them was the Parent Trap. Um, at home alone. Yeah. <laughs> no, home alone. Home Well, what about well, what about like I don't know, Modern Family TV show? There's a man. Well, well he, he, he works as a realtor. realtor. No, Family yeah. Guy. Family Guy. Because guess what? You never seen Peter Griffin do. You never saw what? Peter Griffin pay a, or pay a bill. Yeah. Yeah, but he works at Parteka Brewery. He works yeah, for at the, the same time. Yeah, he works in a brewery. But at the same time, you just said it's in the movies, and that's not true. 
I'm sure we can find movies out there. I don't go to theaters or watch any movies, so I, I don't know. But I'm sure that there's some out there. You have, you have your creative people that don't work a regular nine to five, you know, that probably have enough income where don't, they don't, they don't, they don't have, have to punch a clock. Oh, yeah, but you that's know? not the norm. That is not, is that the norm? My dad doesn't see a bill. My mom pays the bills. If he wants to see them, she'll show them, but he doesn't know the bills. Did he earn the money to pay him? Yes. Okay, well, that's the, then that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. We're okay. talking about okay. men who have not established bill paying power. Not men that have established, I mean, because if he come home and give the, the money to your mom and she pay the bills, at least he made the money that's paying the bill. So it don't matter whether he said it or not. But if he wasn't seeing it or paying it, yeah, I think Jay is saying that he agrees with what you're saying. Um, that there's no, there's no, there's no conflict there. And um, I don't know exactly where we're going with the topic, but it just seems that well, in short pants is a comment. He's saying that the younger generation, at least at this moment, is seeing it okay where a man can just sit at home and be on Xbox all day. While the woman or the partner or whatever, and to be fair, both, both of them are low functioning. They're on SSI. No, no, not even that. I wish. I wish. Well, there you need, you need to apply. It's SSSSA.gov. Well, I guess low functioning meaning they're not. I don't know what. I don't know how to say that. No, I've. Tried to get them to do social services, social services and social services. They just won't. They just won't. Okay. Ralph, who raised those young people that's thinking like that? Because if it was older people that raised the young people who think like that, then that must have been somewhat sort of some of their teachings. Enablers, that's exactly See, we can't, exactly we can't teach I'm not sure. things because one of the... Because one of the... Sorry. Go ahead, short pants. Go ahead. Uh, stay short muted pants. really quick, um, Mr. Muck. Go ahead. Oh, short okay. Um, so, on uh, the sister-in-law side, uh, I, I don't understand because she's got a, a sister who is fetal alcohol syndrome that's higher functioning, you know, like cognitively higher functioning. Uh, there's nothing wrong with this one. On the brother-in-law side, he's an only child. Uh, I used to work with them and I saw no problem with them until he started, until they got together, in which case he just sat his ass down and never got up. But he doesn't, he, he just never done anything, literally never done anything. The conversations aren't anything about other than uh, what's going on, on, on any of the game systems. Like that's it. But yeah, so I'm going to, no function other than that. I'm going to invite Ali up to give it your two cents. Hello, Ali. What do you have to contribute? Please, please, please uh, speak a little closer to your microphone. And, and okay, I, okay. Now I, I'm just eating. Now, now it's good. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think being in a relation, uh, must if you want to have a relation, it must be not like this that by him and do not he must want uh, for this. Uh, okay. Um, but it's like that. And they do some, they are not like us, that they hard work so much and hard get to some, they one moment and era the time. Now it's mine, my opinion. I, 
I, th- I think just to jump on there as well is it's important that we understand that it's not about which generation is more clever than the other one because of environmental factors. So it's very hard, like some of what the Romans done was actually phenomenal, to be honest, with what they had at the time. And it's called evolution. However, what the dynamic is, is the, the younger generation, this entitlement behavior are not given core values. They're not given the, the, the whole manuscript of what it is to show empathy to fellow man or to show manners or to show any type of um, well, appreciation. If something happens, very rarely you will get a thank you. It's looked upon as, well, I deserve that anyway. Uh, no, core values, please. And that's what we need. Do, do you know, Ralph? Yeah, that's, that's spot on, James. That is spot on. That is spot on. Ralph, do you know we act as, we're sitting here, we're acting as if these children raised themselves. They did not raise themselves. If you feel entitled, where did you get that entitlement from? Let, let me give you a small sample dose of where this entitlement is coming from. Do you know these children are doing less than satisfactory in school and still getting things like $250, $300 Air Jordans? They're still getting eight and $900 Xbox games and they're not really putting forth any effort. And when they become grown, they become a part of an effortless society. That's not that. Yeah, I agree in that point where uh, a lot of the people, young people or older, it doesn't matter, um, have not experienced any type of hardship. I'm sorry, who's talking right now? That's me. Who's talking right now? Duke James. Okay. So um, me and my brother are sitting here, you know, kind of having the same conversation. All right. As he was just saying, I'm going to let him just go ahead and speak. Go ahead and speak. because without that foundation they don't have it there and i was fortunate enough that when i went through a hard time i had the basis of my grandfather who i have i've mentioned before now because without that influence of manners and how to eat at the table or how to show any sort of appreciation i generally think i'd be a different person now and i think Yes, it is a generational thing, because if you are not taught the right way, how do you expect everybody's got to lead by example? So you can't expect a two year old to do a certain thing if they haven't been shown what to do. And that's my whole thing. Like we skip that area there. And unfortunately, the onus is then on their parents. We didn't skip that. Short pants just never mentioned. See, if you start something off, you got to talk about the whole situation. You can't just start it off in the middle. 
And when he started off in the middle, he gave people the out of saying that the kids didn't raise themselves, the parents raised them, so they just they didn't just magically get messed up like they are. Yeah, well, that's that's just like a, a specific situation, but I think in general, the general idea is that instead of putting the blame on the kids, not not acting a certain way, it's pretty much on the parents for not showing them the way to act or at least follow through on what they're supposed to know, you know, some, some, whether it's, it's laziness or whether it's no time to do it or, or, or they're just bad at it. You know, that's really where it lies on is the, uh, the older generation that are supposed to teach these kids. And of course, the last couple of years haven't helped either, whether people don't want to use that as a scapegoat or not, it's still a reality, but that's just, uh, I think that's where Duke James's brother is coming from. Well, I'm not being funny guys, but how often do you see, and I see this quite a lot where I live and I, I just, I do not understand it. You've got someone pushing a pram with a baby in, yeah, a push chair. And in their one hand, they're on their mobile phone, whether it's swiping through TikTok or Facebook or whatever it is. Oh my God, girl, you look lush today. I mean, you got a baby in that pram and you're walking very close to that road and you're in a park, your children are on a swing and you're stood there on your phone. Go and enjoy that time with that child because that child is in school all day. Six hours a day at least that child is in school. Surely you have got an hour out of your whole day to push that child on a swing. It doesn't, I, I really don't understand it. Yeah, there's many, there's many different factors. All right, hold on. Hold on. This is not coming through very well. I'll tell, uh, I'm going to drop, I'm going to drop someone. Tell them to come in so we can hear him, if you don't mind. Ralph, um, uh, short pants, I'm going to drop you. Another note, Ralph. Okay, you bastard. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, oh, now he responds. Okay. Yeah, to enlighten the mood, uh, a really lame dad joke. Um, why did the skeleton, uh, sorry, why did the scarecrow win an award? Why? Because he was outstanding in his field. Oh, man, I've heard that before. That was a good one, though. I thought, actually, I've heard, just from, I've it heard from AI. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate I appreciate that. Um, so uh, I, I, there's something I wanted to talk about. Yes, come on. Um, um, younger working from home or do, like I look at my own personal situation and I evaluate it. Slim idea. Um, I was not for in my mind for all the that I can I can put into action the brand. Figure out how to build a water. I mean, like that I have the time slaving eleven to twelve hour job. Now I can, and yeah, granted. Well, uh, just really quick, I, I believe that is true. You are correct about it. And that and that works very well for someone who may not have a family or mm. kids. Mm. But when it comes to someone who has to deal with those responsibilities, it, it, it makes that option a little more difficult, mm. you know, because then you're just leaving the burden on your significant other. No, or if you're a female, you're by yourself. You can't really do that. But no, but for but for someone that has no responsibilities, yeah, that, that works. That's a that's a good thing. Do do you know Ralph when 
when I was working before I retired, I had gotten hurt. And it took me a while because I, I never knew how long it took for workman's comp claims to actually go through. And most of them never even go through. Do you know the time that I was down in a disabled capacity was terrible because I wasn't drawing any income? And as, a, as an adult, man, nobody is supposed to look out for me. Nobody under any circumstance. So therefore, if it's a man that's just not in a position to look out for himself, he got to wonder, how am I eating? How are these bills being paid? How, If it wasn't for how well I was saving money before I got hurt, do you know I wouldn't have a house? I wouldn't have had anything, a car, anything. So we, we got to really step our game up as men based on the way we think. We're thinking, we're going about it all wrong mentally. I, if I wanted time to start something else in my life, I at least start a lemonade stand so I could earn the income while I'm putting together whatever I'm putting together. I like that. Yeah, I mean, that... Exactly. That's the that's the way that anybody should uh, for the for the fellows. I think that's que no se te cierra el mundo. Que no se te cierra el mundo. No más con que no se te cierre el mundo. Yeah, for for those that don't speak Spanish, uh, you're saying don't close your world. Is that what you're saying? Que no se te cierre el mundo is more like um, it won't. It's not the end of the world. The, uh, don't uh, close your perspective. Don't close your. Don't give up. Right. This sounds a lot better in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Don't give up. Uh, keep it going. I mean, now I, I don't. I'm not There's trying to like make anybody anything. feel bad or anything like that. But I just want to know: Is there a safety net for the fellas uh, that are going through some hard times? There is unemployment, right? If if you've gotten fired or something or. If you just got no income coming in, or like Muck said, you know, you got hurt at the job. Go ahead, Mr. James. It's big women. It's big women with kickstands. Like if if you find a big woman that got to sit down at on one of them little seats when she waiting for the light to change so she can walk across the street, maybe she might take care of you. That might be your best safety. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, or 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 you get your old lady, and we're going back to the old topic. <laughs> Here we go. But um, I'm gonna be honest with you, with Mr. Ralph. Like, yeah, you know, I'm I am in a hole. I haven't, you know, became a citizen of North Carolina. I still walk around with my Virginia driver's license, and so, like, I'm not only. Do I still walk around my Virginia driver's license? But next year, after tax time, I have a cool name. It's different, which everybody calls me now, Duke James. So <laughs> I like, I'm going to legally change my name. So um, I'm debating, do I go through the process where I'm currently living or home or process? Say, um, nevertheless, the safety net that I have citizen, if I was to go to Virginia, yeah, I can employment, I have healthcare, the whole night, unemployed and everything. Now, being that I am in this location, so anybody can tell you anything. Run with, well, so-and-so told me to go over here. 
and need help. Look this up. site. Well, there there is a one site which is your 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 state site that gives you all the information on what you need to do to get that extra help to get the benefits you might need. But like just like we do for our, our little brother, he I I we done told him plenty of times on on what to do. You, you can go on you can go online. I told him I'll have my wife help him, but he hasn't done it. Now he's staying late. We done gave him all this information on where to look. All you gotta do is go on your state website. Is everybody knows how to fucking read at, uh, to to a certain standard? You can sound out the words. You're you're able to look on what you need to do, and all you gotta do is click the link, print out the little form, fill the form out. It tells you where to eat, uh, send it to. That's all you gotta do. It it takes about ten minutes to research what you need. But you got to be able to read all the shit that you got to find. It's not hard. Men just make shit more complicated than it is. For whatever reason, for whatever reason, men don't like doing research on where they need to get. They rely on people telling them what they got to do on how to get it the easiest way. And I'll be honest, if I didn't have my wife, I'd probably be that way. And if I didn't have a special needs daughter, I wouldn't know what else to do. Now that I know the, 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 the guidelines for disability and how you can only have a certain amount of money saved up in your bank account to not get cut off, yes, now I know what to do. Now I can spread that knowledge to somebody to where I can make it easier on them. Because a man knowing that information is helpful because men don't like going to women for help. Men don't even like going to men for help. I don't know why. Why are we making it hard? Why are we going to sit there and struggle and, and put put it on our mental when we already have a whole lot of shit on our mental that we don't like to speak about? Some guys think therapy's for, for women. Therapy's for us. If you have somebody to talk to, it's a lot easier. So just give that help to somebody else. Make it easier. Do the research. That's all I got to say. Uncle Phil, I, I just need to jump I, in. I here. just need to jump in here. I, I really just want to say that 100% the amount of lives that could be saved with men in general, if they just talk, would be phenomenal. The amount of people that come through my door or those that I touch upon where it becomes that late in their journey where you think this is going to be one hell of a ride to come back. If they had spoken out at the beginning, then it's a lot easier. However, in hindsight, it's easier said than done. A lot of yep. men wrap it all up inside a parcel because they feel as if they're going to lose their manhood over that. And yet, when you find that one person in life that does appreciate the person who you are, you can open up to that person and they can become a friend as well as a lover. And I think it's so important that you have a network around you where you can turn around and say, for instance, if I knew you in person and you went, all right, Jay, how's it going? I'm probably going to turn around and say, yeah, mate, not too bad, not too bad. Really, I've, I'm having the worst day of my life. Really, I should open up to you and say, to be honest, mate, I'm having a shit day. And then you open up a conversation and just that normal conversation can all, all of a sudden flip a man's mentality where actually, oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, I am going to get through today. And with regards to like Duke as well, mate, I empower you to go and do what you got to do because 
I understand like your journey when you was on a beta before. And sometimes these these places are in control of our destiny, unfortunately. And it's not until they do something where you get sacked or you get fired and things like that, where you think actually, nah, this is gonna change. And everybody wants it yesterday. Build a base and just keep building at it, mate. And full confidence in you that yeah, you will get somewhere, no problem at all. Do you know, Ralph, one of the way, one of the ways that men solve their problem is turning to women. I, I, I don't know nobody else that I could turn. I would never turn to a man to solve the problem of a man. I turn to women to do that. And guess what women don't do? Women don't turn to women to solve their problems. They turn toward men. Women could go with a whole lesbian and will not look for the things from that lesbian that she would look for if she was actually with a man. The whole entire relationship, the whole scope of it, the whole nature of it would be different. That's why I said if I ever had a problem, I'm really looking for the lady with the kickstand. Not me. I'll be honest. Not me. I ain't taking the lady with a kickstand. <laughs> I want that. Not me. No, be honest. I I would go to my homeboy. I'm not just going to no regular person. Yeah, I could talk to my wife, but if I didn't want to, I'm gonna go to the man that knows me the most. That's my homeboy. Because he knows my life, and I know my my boy is not going to judge me at all. If but I cry or not, he may tell me to he may tell me to suck it up a little bit, but it, it's it's coming from it's coming from love. All right, let me say this, man. Your boy might get your mind right, be like, man, you know, you know, put your chest out and you know say it with a little bit more bass in your voice or whatever. But he's not going to try to solve a problem that. Women will try to solve a problem that a man had. Do you know a, woman, a woman doesn't know a man's struggle, though. That's the thing. Especially yeah, being a black man, they, they wouldn't know but, the struggle we go through. All right, let me a say A black this. man knows it. Just any woman wouldn't know the struggle. Black women know the struggle that you go through. Now, whether or not they care about it. That's and most of them don't. And, that, and that's the thing. Most of, them, most of them want you to talk to them. And oh, I want a man that cries. I, I love a man that cries on my shoulder. No, no, no. But in the end, just means- they're gonna turn around and flip it on you. You're oh, you're so soft. You like to do but this and that. Because, but that's because you don't go to them crying. You go to them and tell them what your problem is, and you ask, "Can you help me? Can you do something about that?" Understand this: pimps don't go to women crying. They don't they do don't. that. We we almost got to develop a pimp's mentality when it comes to these women. That's what that's what we're shrinking from. Everybody um, got this. Let me be a nice guy mentality. We can't. The world wasn't shaped being nice. Was the was was Europeans nice to Indians when they just took a whole land from them? I, I mean, come on, man. Like nobody no, is no, just no. on some nice shit. No. That, I, 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 sorry, I gotta jump in there, right? Because I, I get, I get a certain degree of what, what you're on about there and where you're coming from. Yeah. However, when I lost my nan, I was in pieces. And if it wasn't for opening up to my wife 
And I've seen this in therapy over and over and over again with those that I'm helping. If you're not opening up and showing them and you're hiding it, Matt, you're opening up a door for a lot of other issues there. And that can be the demise of your relationship. So although I get don't cry over certain things, I get it. You don't have to be a wimp about it. But what I will say is that it's okay for my wife to see my soft side. Because if someone comes through my door at the dead of night and my family are upstairs in bed, that man will have to stop me literally in a coffin in order to get up those stairs. However, I can get upset in front of my wife. And I, I think men should get upset in front if there's genuine reason to get upset. There's pointless going to a funeral and standing there all stiff-lipped because you are not showing that side. And a woman wants to feel connected. A woman wants to feel that from you, but you to be a killer if anyone comes to your house. They want to feel protected. They want a man who will go and do what they got to do. But at the same time, by showing that you can get upset, that's showing that you also understand when they're upset. I hope, I hope that's, I don't mean that to be contradictory, by the way. I'm just saying the way that it should be. Ralph, Ralph, yes. Ralph, think about Hold this. On the, think about it. All right, go ahead. Make your point. Go and ahead, then I'm gonna, I'll be right I'll, back, guys. I got to go fill up my truck. Yeah. I'll join again. No problem. Make your point, right. Ms. Uh, Muck, and then I want to ask Shelby what she thinks, because she's the only female up here. Go ahead. All right, let me, let me just say this really fast. Do you know we can get upset in front of women? But if you got children, if you have children and grandchildren, somebody got to be a rock. Somebody got to be a pillar in front of the up-and-coming young men. Somebody got to teach them that there is a certain prerequisite to men. Do you know when you go to, like, the Olympics, right, and you try to get into one of the races, before you can even get into one of the races, you have to qualify. We should have to start qualifying to be men. And if you don't meet the qualification, you, you should never be able to be a man. You should never be able to be a man unless you qualify. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, I, I wonder how we're going to do that. I mean, I remember that movie 300. A lot of men remember that movie. That's like where we get our testosterone from. And in the beginning, they would release the, the young kid at a certain age to go out and fend for himself. If he comes back, then he comes back a king. If he doesn't come back, then he just doesn't come back. That's kind of like the testing ground. I'm sure there's a modern way of doing it, but we got to figure it out. But I want to ask Shelby, Shelby, if you're with us, yeah. I want to hear what your two cents are uh, with this whole man talk and women. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? I want to know, first of all, how are you going to, um, like, qualify to be a man? I don't understand that, first of all. Um, I think that um, that is um, something that is just, well, I mean. You think it's something that happens over I'm, time? That's something that doesn't does happen right, in the beginning? Right, right. It's not, it's not something that you can just, like. I mean, I understand that you, you know, there are kids, quotation mark, or boys that have children. Okay. Just because you have children does not qualify you to be a man. Um, but, I mean, there are men out there that take in children that aren't theirs. So I think, in my personal opinion, 
yes, that qualifies you to be a man because you don't have to take in that child. You don't have to take in the responsibility of raising that child. Well, no, and I understand what you're saying. The one thing that I can say is maybe because I don't want to, I don't want to turn it to, I don't want to turn it into like a, a male female thing, but just traits that a man should have, but everybody should have. One being, you know, having a, a sense of discipline, waking up in the morning and be like, oh man, I just don't feel like doing it today. Or, oh man, I don't like the way my boss talking to me today. Or I don't like the way this teacher is to me. I'm just not going to go. And that's something that needs to be checked at a young age, not only for boys, but any everybody. And that's a way that you can help them qualify. That's one of the things that they need to do that when times get rough, you need to keep going because when times get rough, that's not going to, you stopping is not going to help bringing food to the table if you have to take care of your family, you know? Right. So that's one thing to, to consider. Now, I don't know how you can do that, you know, Martial arts is a good way of doing that for kids in terms of discipline and and pushing through and riding the wave, whether it's good or bad. You know, that's something that can help young boys, you know, develop. But what what other what's some other things that you think let, let me would say, help? Let me, let me say this. Right. Don't you know, if you watch 300, off the rip, there were certain char- characteristics that King Leonidas had, and the movie hadn't even really started yet. First and foremost, the black dude that came there to give the message wasn't no average-sized black dude. He was a really big, tall black dude, and you could see that when him and Leonidas stood in front of each other, facing each other, right? Leonidas had no problem not only disrespecting him to his face, but kicking him down the hole. See, the confidence that King Leonidas had should be one of the qualifying traits and characteristics of young men. See, if if, if a young man is qualifying as a, a young man, first of all, he's, he's, he's academically intelligent. He's courageous. He has confidence in his ability. If, if, Mike, if Michael Jordan walked into a, 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 a gym, he wouldn't care if it was a thousand men in there. He would feel as though none of them could beat him. If Bruce Lee walked in there the same, but the average cat that walked in the gym, he don't know who he is because he hasn't qualified to even be there. Yeah, that is a, that is a, a I mean, couple of right. great traits. Go ahead, Mr. James. Um, so, you know, I've, I, 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 I'm on looking a lot, not just, but a provider. You know, what are you, in my idea, Nevertheless, before I met this person, when that person met me, the only thing now, I know we married, had a couple of kids, whoop, whoop, whoop. Now we have to depend on. But that independent state never goes, you know what I mean? And if you take that, I am off of independent. So I go and I hear women say, well, I don't need him or I don't need a man for that. You're right. You don't need a man for those specific things. Because you yourself understand that as long as I'm providing for me, then it's okay. Now somebody comes along and they're providing for them. 
great. But the whole idea of, you know, do this, like any man. But then same thing on the man's side. It gives to the just like women, just like women gives you the love that you want. No expecting them to give it. But the whole argument, I think it flows equal because nevertheless, fight to protect Washington, which that was the norm then. But now that norm is in, in now that idea of, all right, I'm the, I'm the man, woman responsibility. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. That's my partner. Fish. If that's her, why me being the loves with, if my dream is to be a stay at home dad two days out of the week, then I'm at home the rest of the week with my kids, you know, that's the norm that we, so now, and so that, that war, okay, that's I, not to forget it. Right. I understand what you're saying. Uh, no problem, Shelby. I thought, I thought that was you, but I mean, but I want to hear from crazy lady, uh, just cause I'm trying to get more female perspectives on this, uh, on this subject. She says that her, her son-in-law is a stay at home dad. So I'm just getting because, uh, from crazy lady's, uh, upbringing, she was a man who, who was according to hers, you know, special forces, all that stuff. And uh, he had the discipline. And we're just talking, brainstorming really quick on qualifications for boys uh, to be able to take on certain responsibilities when they get older. And uh, we're just targeting boys, but some of the characteristics can be applied to young, young ladies as well. A crazy lady, what, is there something that you want to say about your stay-at-home uh, stay dad, the uh, son-in-law? Dustin, he did a very good job, you know? Um, with the kids. He really did. And he's the man. I mean, like, he, he did, I just think he did an awesome job, you know? Now, really was great. he at a, was he older when, when he had to do this? Was he a young adult? Or? He was a young adult in his 20s. Okay. You know, Brandy, she went in the medical field and she was going to school to become a nurse and she became a nurse. So he stayed at home and took care of the kids. Mm. And when they started going to school, then he started, you know, getting like doing like jobs when the kids were at school you know um and growing up in my dad's household because i did have an older brother and i have a younger half brother and my dad you know to be a man you have to be honest true to your word that's true um that was the biggest thing you know be true to your word if you say you're going to do something do it um that's a good characteristic yeah that, that's something that a lot of men some people people in general they just don't do that anymore Usually, uh, people can say something to your face and just say the exact opposite behind your back. You know, no, there's no honesty. And, uh, or being, like you said, true to your word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, be true to your word. Oh, you don't lay hands on someone else, male or female. He goes, you can defend yourself. He goes, but, you know, he goes, you don't be the first one that strikes out. He goes, no, that's not right. One must act civilized at all times. You know, that's crazy you say that because I just can't, like, I, I've seen a button. I'm going to say this real quick before time runs out. I, I just got the two-minute mark. But I saw this video on TikTok, probably Instagram, I'm not sure, when they were going through, like, I don't know if it's 10 or 12 rules for Navy SEALs or SEALs or something like that. And one of them is, like, you have to know all the ins and outs of your environment, where you're at. Mm -hmm. Always know how to take down an individual if need be, but always be, you know, nice. And, uh, I don't, I don't know what the proper wording is, 
but never lay hands on anybody that you don't have to. But if you do, you know, be the only one standing. Yeah, make it count. Yeah, make it count. Be the only one standing and and make 